Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. This <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. You've been hearing ads for once-a-day Vulcan class low-sodium chlorous flour fluoroflavin philogestin gobble phase 2000 for some time now. And I'm taking it! Well, now there's exciting news about once-a-day Vulcan class low-sodium chlorous flour fluoroflavin philogestin gobble phase 2000. Oh, tell me more! Okay. Alright. Once-a-day Vulcan class low-sodium chlorous flour fluoroflavin philogestin gobble phase 2000 mm-hmm. now comes in pill form. What do you mean, now? I mean, once a day, Vulcan class, low sodium, chlorous flour, fluor, flavin, philogestin, gobble face 2000, now comes in pill form. Easy to swallow pill form. I didn't say easy to swallow, I oh. just said pill form. Yes, well, I, you know, I've been taking once a week. Day. Once a day, bullion cube. Vulcan class. Vulcan class, high sodium. Low sodium. Low sodium, chlorox. Chlorous flour. Yes. Philadelphia. Philogestin. Right. Gabby Hayes. Galba Yes, 1999. 2000. Yes, I remember now. It's once a day, bulk uh-huh. class, low sodium, chlorofluor, yes. fluoroflavin, philogestin, Galba Face 2000. Well, look, Buster, I've been taking it for two years now, yeah. and it's always been in pill form. No, it's just now available in pill form. Well, I think you're wrong, because I've been... It's in... only been available in suppository form up to now. Oh, no. Yes. What have I done? Yes, oh, yes. Oh, my Lord in heaven. Try once a day, Vulcan class, low sodium, chlorofluor, fluoroflavin, philogestin, galba phase 2000. Use only as directed for crying out loud. Here's what I'm thinking. All right. The eclipse is at, what, nine in the morning? What does it last, an hour, two hours, something like that? Partially, yes. So why don't I just... No, wait a minute. What did you just say? What? The, the eclipse starts at like 8 in the morning, 8.30, 9-ish. And it uh, lasts... if, if you say so, I don't even know. Yeah, it does. So, and it lasts a couple hours. Like No, what? no. It lasts all day? No, I don't think it lasts the totality of it. Oh, uh, I no. believe lasts like two or three minutes. Right, exactly. But it's Isn't still... that right? Yeah, it's still... What take... do you mean exactly? You just said three hours. No, no, but I mean when it starts to take a bite out of the sun, you know how it starts to move in. That's kind of the, like the start of it. And then when it goes <laughs> to the other side... Like the Like sun. Pac-Man. Like it just eats yeah. through it and then... Yeah, I guess so. ...goes to the other side. That takes a couple hours or so, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, we've kind of begun this podcast mid-conversation... Uh, what I'm at, trying to get Lisa to do is fly down to a house we have in Central Oregon and uh, come come for a visit. She de- she never leaves her house unless I, it's for business. I do too. When to I, the liquor store? That's it. Well, that's leaving the house. Okay, fair enough. 
But uh, I, I, this, uh, you, it's an easy flight. I'm going to do it. And uh, you probably have a million miles racked up I do. with the, uh, the airlines I because do. of your business travels. So you would fly from Seattle, uh, I believe. Yes. Uh, unless you have an airport uh, near your house. And then come into Redmond, Oregon Airport. Up, up Right. This it's it's a it's a fair sized airport and uh, a significant airport I think and and this Central Oregon area is becoming rather populous <clears throat> at least compared to when I was a kid. But here's the thing: somehow or other, they decided they needed to repave the tarmac in Redmond's airport last summer, and they closed the airport for six weeks. Imagine, if you will, SeaTac closing for six weeks because they want to repave the tarmac. Well, Little Redmond Airport is no SeaTac airport, so that no, you're it, you're comparing that... you're comparing apples to oranges, my friend. Well, now you sound kind of kind of cocky right there, but <laughs> but but no, I'm, I'm not I'm saying... right because I'm right. No, I'm not saying this is O'Hare Airport, but I'm saying. They have multiple flights a day. I mean, it's not like uh, they're bringing crop dusters in here. It, it, they have major jet airplanes that fly in and out. Do they have one like one baggage carousel for the whole airport? Is that how uh, big it is? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah. But it it's not, um, you know, it's it's not that podunk. It's it's fairly sophisticated. They have a restaurant in there and bars and all the things that would you. Oh, would be they happy have a with. bar. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, but uh, the idea that they would close this airport for six weeks was just laughable to me. But they did. Uh, but now it's open and it's ready to serve you. And we got to bring you in here. Okay. Uh, there's things I want you to do here. What do you want? That me see, that makes me nervous. I just I want to go see you and just sit in a chair and have a drink. Okay. Can no, we just no. do that? Hey, listen close and you can hear. that at home <laughs> no no you've got to come and see <laughs> you got to see what it's all about well what is it all about can't you just tell me can we have a yeah okay. i'm afraid if i tell you you won't come i'll come i'm gonna come and, I'm gonna and come. i think you, and i think you'll like it even though you think you won't like it no i never I, said I, that no no i never said that i think let it, me, from everything you've said it sounds beautiful and it is okay yeah. You are looking at the central part of the spine of the Cascade Range. It's mount, it, the, I think it's the bit, most beautiful view in the northwest of mountains. From your house? Uh, not from my house. From uh, the airport? Generally speaking, in central Oregon. Nice. You've got Mount Bachelor. You've got what they call the Three Sisters, Faith, Hope, and Charity, Broken Top. Mount Washington, Mount Jefferson, um, mm. Three Finger Jack. You see all these mountains <laughs> all the way those up are, to Mount Hood. Those are cool names, too. 
And when you get on top of Mount Bachelor, you can we can take a ride all the way to the top. And then we can see Mount Rainier from up there. You'll feel like you're close to home. And if you look south, you see Mount Shasta. It's majestic. Oh, baby, So what are we going to do? Just like walk around and look at it? Are you going to make me hike? Am I going to be on a bike? What am I doing? How am I going to... What are we doing? Okay, here's the possibilities that could exist for you. You could... We could go on bikes. Yes. Oh, God. In fact, our house is immediately adjacent to a paved bike trail that is 35 miles long. Oh, my God. Just circular and has tendrils and... It's great. That's making me thirsty. Well, we'll bring we'll, <laughs> we'll bring stuff. Okay. And, and then and then um, there um, we, we would take you on a float trip on down the river. <gasps> that would be fun. I've done that before. Oh, good. So you're you're in for that. Yeah. Except. Yeah, I can do that. Now, now before you move on with all the possibilities, you do know that you've got to plan out the whole bathroom situation for me. Because I can't go anywhere without knowing where I can cut and run for the bathroom. So what's that looking like? <laughs> I can see your uh, we're... <laughs> We got to work on that. through the bathroom window. Is it like trees and bushes? Am I going to be sort of doing no, that? No, no, it's a self-contained uh, plastic <laughs> build, building. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, no, not one of those. Oh, well, I hate those. No, but you know, until recently, oh. uh, that's, that's what we had here. The, the, we've, we're, we had a house rebuilt, remodeled after an accident a couple years ago, and I won't go into that, but no, no, we have we have a bathroom designated for you it's a beautiful shower uh what do you call those things uh uh it's a french it's a french word toilet a bidet yes, have, a bidet yeah, to- toilet well we have a ho- we have a hose in there so you <laughs> do it so okay, but you're that. misunderstanding what i'm asking you on these excursions that we're taking like if i plop my big fanny on a bike and we're heading around and doing the bike thing Huh? Where's the bathroom? <laughs> uh, the same one the bears use, I guess. That's what I was saying. So I'm going to be they, doing they have, and no, they, they have, you know, way stations. and. Is that going to uh, annoy you every, when I say I have to go to the bathroom? Is that going to annoy you? I'm used to it. Oh. <laughs> I'm married to a woman who has to go to the bathroom about every eight minutes. <laughs> And it just gets worse the older you get. Yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. Um, I so the eclipse will be done, and I there's a flight, an hour and nine minutes. Uh, there's it shouldn't, a, even, it shouldn't even take you that long. Well, Make sure you're now. Now they will often offer you flights where you land in Portland. No, first. no, no. I'm looking at nonstop Skip flights. That. Yeah, good. If you what, so you could pick me up at eight. 
Well, no, that's way too expensive. That's $250. So I can get to you for 97 bucks if you want to come pick me up at two. Is that a round trip? Oh, uh, I, I think so. Wow, I, that's I, good. Um, I mean, you had to oh, gas your car. That's off. why the 200, see, that's the deal. They're like, people who are coming in for the eclipse that land at 9 a.m., that's the big ticket right there. 250 well, bucks. So, yeah. Then so, when, uh-huh. when the, when the show's over, they drop it down to 97 bucks. So I can, there's still seats I can get on the day of the eclipse. Do you want to do that? Well, well, what? Uh, well, I just think tra- we're talking about uh, Central Oregon down here, where you're mostly looking at two-lane highways. It's beautiful, but they don't have freeways here, so I'm a little concerned about traffic. How far away from the airport are you? Uh, I would like say by miles, twenty-five miles. No, really? Well, yeah. What I could Uber it over to your house. No, no, no. Well, it's going to be just a, no. I'll, I'll come get you, but I'm just. Are, are you talking about the day of the mm-hmm. eclipse? Mm-hmm. Mm. Won't people and, and, be sitting where they're going to sit? They're not going to be going anywhere, right? That's a good point. That's a good point. I see. I think it's like Y2K and some of those events. Yes. All the prognosticators are are saying how chaotic and yes. horrible it's going to be, and and in fact, it may be nothing. In fact, that's what I would expect because nobody knows. Well, I can come at 2.30 in the afternoon or you can come get me right around cocktail hour. <laughs> so you decide. There's, Look, if you, there's a if couple you, of options. If you actually book this thing, I will. I will be there no matter what. I will. I'm excited. See, you I'm, will come. I'm clapping my feet. Yes. I'm excited. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll be there. Let's do it, uh, on, now, let's do it on Eclipse Day. Okay, now I don't want to oversell this thing. I mean, it's not you're not going to come. Oh, here we go. No, I I just don't want to raise your expectations. Well, you you too did much. earlier, so now why are you uh, backing yeah. off? Uh, just because I I just because I Here's the I don't, draw for me. I don't me. want to, if it's a negative experience in any way, you'll say, "Okay, I did that." Never going again. I'm done. No, here's the draw for me. It wouldn't matter if you lived in the crappiest town in America. The draw for me is to come see you and Patty and see the dogs and hang out, and we're going to tape some more podcasts, and it'll be fun. Yeah. You don't have to entertain me. You're not. You don't have to be my monkey. You could just just do what you normally do, which I don't know what you guys normally do. What do you guys normally do? Uh, well, I'm usually my wife's monkey. So, um, you know what? It's it's like living in Seattle. When you live there, uh, people say, "Oh, I bet you go to, I bet you go up yeah. and eat, eat in the Space Needle every day." Yeah, right. I bet you have, hop on the ferries, and I bet you go out to Lummy Island, and I bet, and, then you, and of course, as you know, you reality never do is, any of that. You don't do that. It's when tourists come right. that you get to do. So for us, some of the things we do with you might be the first time we've done them. Oh, okay. We could, we could go. We've done these things, but you, we, I'd love to take you on a, a river trip. And when I say the river, I mean it. It comes right through this resort area where we live. So now it's not like we we have to go very far. What sort of attire would would I expect to be wearing for that? Do I need special a radio? Sh- <laughs> what? 
I would go with a radial or um, like an all-weather. I don't get what you're saying. Oh, oh, you mean clothing. You're so silly. I'm so literal. Do I need um, special shoes for this? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I mean, it's, it's summer attire. Guaranteed. I, I'm not wearing my good, cute sandals to go river rafting, so I'm up to get But bring them. Bring them. Okay. If you I'm have excited. any waterproof sandals, that would be good. I do. Yeah, bring those. Okay. Uh, uh, but it's, it's it's very summery. In fact, as you and I are recording this, they are predicting at least three days. Now, this might keep you from coming. Of triple digit. Oh, temp- my God. We're having a heat wave, a tropical heat wave. The temperature's rising. It isn't surprising. She certainly can, can, can. I knew it. should have said that. But that's not when you're coming. That's now. Yeah, well, when, by the time I get there, it's going to be even hotter. The quadruple digits by then. Do you have um, um, do you have air conditioning in your house? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, then we're good. We're good. You need, you're going to need it here. It's, uh, we're good. Uh, yeah, you're good. No, you won't You won't be sweltering. But uh, if, you're, if we're not in air conditioning, you'll be... On the water or somewhere refreshing. Uh, uh, go ahead. Well, this is what really, this is, this is for me, you know, I fly a lot and I, I go to the airport. It doesn't matter which airport, coming home, going away, whatever. And, right. and I do it by myself, right? So, and, and I, you know, park a my, big girl. I park my car and I go to the shuttle, whatever. And I always see, people greeting people at the airport and it's like oh so the great thing about this is you're gonna be at the airport and i'm gonna actually have somebody waiting for me at an airport which i never get i'm not trying to don't play the violins i'm just okay here's the violins stop stop with the violin no she said not to play them i just think, what, what, what else do you have Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I don't know why that just flashed on me. It's like, oh, I'll, ha- I'll be looking forward. Like when you land, you're like, oh, good. So-and-so is going to be there waiting for me. Boy, you know what? That's not uh, such a pity party. That There is something. I, I always noticed that there is a distinct difference between airport travelers. This is not as different as it used to be. I mean, in the old days, back when I was a kid, if you were on, if you were taking an airline flight, you were pretty upper crusty. At least that's what I thought. Sure, and you dressed up for the occasion, yeah. and yeah. it was an adventure. Just the the trip itself, not just now. It's just getting to the destination. That's all you care about. But when you go, and then the middle ground was the train. People on the train yeah. were, you know, they were okay. But people who had to go by bus. Yeah. And again, I'm generalizing, but I saw so many sad faces at the bus. You'd, you'd see yeah. young, young, recently head shaved men in military uniforms going off yeah. to, you know, two years, to a two year. People look sad at bus depots. Yeah, 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 yeah
But they look they looked happy at the airport. But I don't think the airport uh, holds any uh, great uh, joy anymore. I think uh, you just see as many sad faces there as any as anywhere now. So once you, once we once I pick you up, then I'm going to take you on a scenic tour of Bend, Oregon, if and, traffic allows. Uh, true. Yeah, that could be a little dicey. If, if not, but, we just need to just cool our heels in a bar till all the traffic. There are people now uh, to back up a little bit. This uh, coming eclipse, which is like the third week in August of uh, 2017, is uh, is is the biggest thing that has ever happened to the central Oregon town of Madras. And explain why, because I don't know that people understand that this is like a, a rare occurrence that you're, there's like a 70-mile-wide swath of totality, complete totality. See, up here in Seattle, we're only going to see like 92% of mm-hmm. the eclipse, but where you're yeah. standing, it's going to be completely blacked. And they say the temperature drops like by 20 degrees during that time, and it's fascinating. So you're in the path of totality, and that's why everyone's heading down there. That's it. We ourselves are not in the the total, total, total totality happens to run right over this little burg, which is about 3,000 plus people, uh, called Madras, which is rather adjacent to a um, town called Warm Springs on, a, on an Indian reservation, uh, the Warm Springs tribe. And so it's, uh, I, I wouldn't call it a depressed area, but it's not, you know, Bill Gates doesn't live there. It's the houses are simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, um, the, you know, the income levels are, are not high. It's just a, it's a pleasant, but, um, uneventful sort of town. But this eclipse, they've got big billboards up. They've got, I mean, it's, they, it, all their hotels and motels have been sold out forever. Mm-hmm. And so, but it's a, it's a, an agricultural area. So farmers, are opening up their fields and people are going to camp out there. Wow. And it's going to be quite a, quite a scene. Uh, the Discovery Channel, a friend of mine's going to shoot video for the Discovery Channel and it's going to be covered like a blanket any, by anybody like National Geographic or Science Magazines and all of that. It, it is a big deal because it doesn't happen very often. And it happens this year, the, the, the path of this eclipse runs right through this town, and then you can follow it across the United States. Mm-hmm. But mostly it, it lands out in rural areas where nobody lives. Uh, this happens to be in a in a town where they have some services and stuff. So it's pure happenstance, pure luck, but it's the biggest thing uh, for Madras ever. It's like having a World's Fair come to Madras. I'm really hoping that people who descend upon your neck of the woods and all those cities don't treat it like 
leave all their garbage behind and and just mess crap up. You know what I mean? Because people suck sometimes. So with this farmer that's, you know, farmers that are opening their fields and people are camping, clean up after yourselves. Don't just leave all your beer cans out in the field. Or one. They will. I know. They will. I know they, they will. will. But yeah, uh, but you're right. But we have some friends that live in uh, the town of Bend, where you're going to basically be coming. They live in the northern part of Bend, but it doesn't really matter because it's not a huge area. But they have they are renting their house for a week. They're renting it out at nine hundred dollars a night. <gasps> Whoa! And there's nothing special about it. Wow! Yeah. So. That's pretty good bread. Yeah, that is and really good bread. I don't, I don't know where they're gonna go. I, heck, I, you could camp outdoors and, and let somebody right. in, your, in your house. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, so, so there's obviously people are gonna make some dough. It's like a pe- during a big golf tournament or something. You know, people are gonna, gonna see an opportunity to make some dough. Nothing wrong with that. But, okay, well, I'm gonna book this. So, um, okay, I'm glad that you asked, but. It didn't occur to me till we talked to just go on the day of the eclipse after it happened because I, I thought it's going to be a nightmare. But it'll be fun. It'll if nothing there, else, it'll give us something to talk about. Yeah. Now there is one guy that has contacted me, a friend from Seattle, and he's kind of come down, and he wants to camp. He said, "I'm going to camp in your yard <laughs> with my teenage daughter," and I said, "Well, we don't really have a yard, and when you get here, you'll see." We'll okay. See. It's very rustic. Can it's, he uh, camp in the driveway? Well, I told him to come indoors, but he'll be here the day a day or two before you come okay. because you know this is just kind of a way station until the event, and then they're going to go. So geographically, the eclipse is going to be north of our place, well north. About Madras is probably. F- 40, 55 miles from where we live, approximately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. About, a, about an hour's drive. So uh, it, so that's how far away from the totality we'll be. But it'll be impressive. And the thing I'm looking forward to is what what do the animals do? Because the animals are walking around going, hey, it's dark. Guess I better go to bed. Well, I was on the... Bats will come out. Yeah. Bats. Bats here in Central Oregon, they'll come out, won't they? And those teddy bears. You go down to the woods today, you're sure of a big surprise. If you go down to the woods today, you better go in disguise. For every bear that ever there was, we'll gather there. For certain because today's the day the teddy bears have their picnic. And they say that even the flora and fauna all react as well. It will close. In ways that, yeah, that, that, that they do normally when the sun goes down. But I, I, the temperature drops, I thought that was interesting. It could drop by almost 20 degrees. During that really? time, yeah, it's inter- very interesting. Well, yeah, the whole your whole heater's shut off. That's what the moon's doing. It's shutting off the heater. Yeah. Hey, so I um so I I went to speaking of that I went to a, um a star party. Have you heard of star parties? You probably have. They're not 
anything special, but uh, the Seattle Astronomical Society um, has star parties out at Green Lake here in Seattle. They have them at Paramount Park. They have them all over. And I last night took a friend and we went out to Paramount Park in Shoreline. And these guys like drag out these huge telescopes. They're bigger than 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 they are than the man is. Cool. And it was so cool. And we were in the middle of a park, just a very small group of people, maybe 25, 30 people. And there were like five different telescopes uh, started at dusk at about 9 p.m. Um, I posted a picture. I don't know if you saw the picture I took of the moon through the telescope on Facebook, but it was just so unbelievable. Lately, I've been, I've been losing sleep. Dreaming about the things that we could be But baby, I've been, I've been praying hard Said no more counting dollars, we'll be counting stars Yeah, we'll be counting stars Then one of the telescope guys, he goes, All right, I got Jupiter, who wants to see Jupiter? Everybody like flocked over to his telescope Jupiter, like live, not a picture of it, not a, a, a film of it, but I saw Jupiter and the four moons that you could see yeah. around it. And then the next guy goes, got Saturn. We got Saturn over here. Saturn. Did you see, could F you see and, the rings? Yes. F and Saturn. I God. saw with my own eyes. I've never seen it through a telescope. Now what's fascinating about Saturn. And it's weird because I'm from there. <laughs> yes, you are. Um, is that you can't always see the rings because sometimes the way the Earth tilts and Saturn tilts, you're looking straight on to the rings. So It's very much the same as viewing a bathtub. Good day. <laughs> I, I, sometimes you can see the rings, sometimes you can't. I see. I got it. Okay. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, 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 and the flames went higher, and it burns, 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 the ring of fire, the ring of fire. But I, I didn't realize that. I thought it looked the same no matter when, where, or what, but it doesn't, so we were very lucky that we got to see it. It looks just like the CBS TV symbol. looks exactly like it through a telescope. The eyeball. Yeah, it's it oh, that's was, great. Oh, it was so much fun, and I want to grab my nieces and go and take the girls out because they're gonna. They do want to. I, I believe at the end of every month, and the re, they do it when uh, the half moon or quarter moon's out. Now, serious stargazers gaze when there is no moon because then you can see. Yeah. You know, the nebulas and the galaxies and all those things. And we did, the moon's too bright to really get to see those, even with these high-powered telescopes, even though we saw a few of them last night. But it was just fascinating. It, I just, I just, I, you know what? That helps put everything into perspective for me. When I it can, does. When I can yeah. look out and look at the moon and go, you know what? It doesn't, all of this just doesn't really matter. The things that are keeping me up at night, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, well, it's, it's you. You really, you really see what an insignificant grain right. of sand exactly. we are right. on this stupid planet. <clears throat> Unfortunately, it's the one we we have to stay on. We can't leave very easily. Uh, but you're right; it does put it in perspective, huge perspective. And I think just that experience that you talked about. And now all of a sudden you're into it, aren't you? I well, I've always been into it, and I I had this dinky little telescope that I don't know how to set up and and one of the guys said we'll bring it out to the next 
star party and we'll help you. But I, I take binoculars yeah. out and look at the moon through these dumb binoculars because I just like it. But I bought a little telescope, a little one, not the big man size. These these telescopes, Pat, were like, they must have cost a million dollars, I'm thinking, at least. They yeah, were no, just no. astonishingly large, and the people were so nice from the society, the Astronomical Society, to just come out and do that, and they were very knowledgeable and, um, you know, shared all these things, with, answered dumb questions, and it was just a wonderful night. It was really nice, really nice of them. I had a friend in college that had a pretty good-sized telescope, and and the majestic way that you look through that telescope and it brings uh, the women's dormitories in in a way that it's like you're inside of them. It's it's amazing. <laughs> See, that's some, when I first got some, interested in telescopes. Some people about. use telescopes Potential. for good, and others use them for, <laughs> for evil. For evil, right? Yeah. No, I've I've always wanted a big telescope of my own. I I shop all the time for one. I just haven't found it yet. But yeah, yeah. So, uh, so there is actually an observatory out here that we could go to as well. Oh, just, we could because yeah. that's on my wish list. And and yeah. and, and I a couple want miles away. Wait. So is this? Let me just. Is that the Goldendale Observatory? No, that's uh, that's in Washington State, okay. right on the, right on the Columbia River. Because I was gonna, I was going to plan a trip to that before the summer went yeah, over. But... Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. If you were driving here, I'd recommend you come that direction. Uh, you would go down through Yakima, and then you'd go up and over, and then you'd land in Goldendale, where they have that observatory, and they they also have a miniature, but not tiny miniature, but a uh, recreation of Stonehenge. In ancient times, hundreds of years before the dawn of history, lived an ancient race of people, the Druids. No one knows What they were doing, but their legacy remains hewn into the living rock of Stone Age. And then, and I'm doing this off the top of my head, I probably don't have all the facts right, but there's a place called the Mary Hill Museum, and uh, it, it's a it's a make it's a big mansion that a guy named Sam Hill built and owned over a hundred years ago. And arguably, it's so hard to find. Some people might say, "Where the Sam Hill is this place?" And the museum has works in it that are coveted by you know major art museums around the world but they they're out here in this dinky rural area 
where they have signs after you get out of your car to go inside that say, watch out for rattlesnakes. That's oh. how, <laughs> that's yeah. how remote this place is. But they've got the works of Rodin, the, the, the famous sculptor and artist that did the thinker. Uh, uh yes. they have, they have a great Native American exhibit in there. And then they also have stuff from the Queen of Romania from the early 1920s. Wow. There, there are gowns and crowns and things. It's a really eclectic museum. This Sam Hill guy apparently got to be friendly with the Queen of Romania, and so that's why this stuff is in there. But uh, So I, I just love those little roadside attractions. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just like to hop in the car and just head out and just go through little towns and find stuff. Yeah. So we'll do we'll do some of that too. Okay, but, that sounds good. But uh, no, this is called this is actually a Sun River. Uh, it's called Sun River Observatory, and then there's another one called Pound Mountain Observatory nearby. But that would uh, be cool. Yeah, it's very good. And what you'll discover, especially at nighttime here, in fact, only at nighttime, is that this is one of those places uh, that is so far from big population centers that. When you look at the stars at night, they're right on top of you. Oh, I mean, it, that's, it's so breathtaking. It sounds like heaven. And you're right, because of the light pollution uh, yeah. that, that we have uh, near Seattle, it's very hard to see uh, a lot of the, the stars that are out there. So yeah. that'll, yeah, be, you don't, that'll be nice. Maybe I'll camp out in your driveway. Yeah, you won't want, you won't need to. And it's going it could be warm, but, uh, uh, this is the uh, epicenter of climate change right here, right now. I can't believe triple digits. I don't remember that happening when I was a kid uh, growing up in Central Oregon. But, yeah, so, cool. All I'm right. Glad. So that's set. You're coming. I'm going to do it. And, once and we, we actually did that deal right here on the podcast. It wasn't right. If I, if I yeah. had my wallet with me, I'd be booking it right now. But I'll, once we wrap this okay. segment up, I will, um, I'll go book it. And um, yeah, I'm excited. That'll be fun. So Our job is to make sure you're not disappointed, and you won't be. You'll have no, fun. No, I won't. I'm coming to see you and Patty and the dog. We, so. we can do we can do uh, uh, river rafting. We can do a little bit of hiking. Not much. We don't do that much. Bicycling. So um, we can go. We can go up to Crater Lake. Uh, Polinas, the uh, Polinas, beautiful. You, you, trust me, you're gonna have a good time. I know I will. You, you don't... may hate it while you're doing it, but then later you say, "Hey, that was kind of fun." No, it will be. It, cool. it will be fun. I'm looking forward to it. All right. So before we wrap this up, I want to talk about um, my birthday that just happened. Yes. And you texted me like three times that day wishing me happy birthday which is really yes, sweet. I have I have some gifts for you that I'll hold I guess now until you come down okay well that's what I was gonna ask because you first of all texted me three times different times so one of I, them's a live chinchilla but I'll keep feeding him till and you, come. you said that you had gifts were on the way so they're not on the way because I've been looking in my mailbox every day for oh, you a, have a birthday oh, okay. present. well maybe I better send them then I, I won't wait I won't wait yeah, because that's another 21 days away. Because you don't know if you're going to have another birthday. God, God, I hope right? you do. But I know. You don't know. So, and not to put any pressure on you for whatever yeah. lovely gift you've decided to get me, which you don't need to. But I have to tell you a gift that I got from a very close friend of mine um, that was I, I, just a really lovely idea. 
and I got it in the mail, and I opened it up, and it was an Ancestry DNA kit. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, what a wonderful birthday gift to 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 do this. And I haven't done it yet because you gotta put it. You gotta put a lot of spit in the tube. <clears throat> so you spit in the tube. <clears throat> excuse me, and then you cap it off, and you go register it online, and then you ship it off in the mail, and then you get a report back of what what you're made up of. Do you have any, do you have any fears, any suspicions? Fears? What would I be afraid of? Like, well, what if you find out that you're, (laughs) (laughs) or part jackal? Oh, (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) Well, you would, you would say, well, you know what? I really rose up from my background to be, to be pretty successful for a jackal. (laughs) No, I'm just. I mean, what if you found, I don't know, I don't even know what I, I didn't mean it that way, but I mean, are you ready, no, I guess, for I'm some, excited. are you ready for some surprises? Like, what, yes. what I hope is that I find out that one of my ancestors was a, I don't know, just a notorious person. Mostly what I have discovered in, and we, we can trace back pretty far. Everybody's kind of boring. There's no murderers. There's no, <laughs> Uh, dictators, there's no, um, mad scientists that at least so far that I've discovered. Well, this is, this is the DNA kit that tells you what you are. I don't know if it tells you who, I think you're thinking of, uh, um, I guess I am. You're thinking of the family tree genealogy stuff. Yeah. Right. This just tells you like, like you've seen the ads on TV where the guy says, you know, I thought I was German my whole life and I, you know, went to beer fest and wore, you know, German stuff. And then I did this ancestry DNA thing and found and out. And it turns out I was correct. <laughs> and he says, I found out I'm actually 52% Scottish. So, or whatever. So I think that'll be fascinating to find out because I don't know who my father is. I know mm. my mother and my mother's side, which I've is mainly English. We're from, you know, English, the Fosters okay. and Hunters. Okay. Yes. But um, I think that, um, I mean, I might have some Indian in me. I don't know. It'll be very interesting. I don't know what my dad put into the mix because I don't know who he is. Nobody knows who he is. It's a mystery, and that's a long story, and I don't know really. Well, that makes it really intriguing for sure. Very I, intriguing. I have a pretty clear idea, uh, you know, of my mix, but uh, but don't know for sure. Well, my you're, son, you're my Irish. son is actually doing what you're, what you are doing. He's yeah. uh, going to find out what's in him, and and by extension, I guess he'll tell me a little bit about myself. Yeah. So here's the thing, because you know, Good idea for a gift. I, it is a great idea for a gift. Oh. But what I'm wondering is. If if I do if I have some Indian because my my aunt says that that she believes that we either have some Choctaw or Cherokee or something but it wasn't talked about back in those days like none my grandmother you you don't talk about that it just it, which is odd right to now think that sure, that sure. they shush shush that it was a shameful thing but do I get any benefits if I have Indian like what are my benefits do I get to go park at the casinos for free. Do I get to what do I what what's the benefit? Uh, I don't know. Don't I get I mean, like a stipend or something? I can try to give you a funny answer, but I, I don't really know. Uh, I don't know that you get anything. But for example, if you found out, uh, I, well, this again probably wouldn't reveal that. But like if, if you are even a, a scintilla of Canadian, I think you have Canadian 
uh, you know, citizenship. Fabulous. Because yeah, that's I, looking better and better to me all the time. Sister. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think the test you're doing would tell you that uh, necessarily. But you never know. So that would, might be fun to know. Uh, you know where you hailed from. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but so, but what you're going to discover is a good starting place. Oh, so I know this about my bed. Then you could dig into the genealogy part of it with some. I don't think I can. I still don't know who my father is. So, so under, oh, understand. You don't that, even have a name. No. So understand that the 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 DNA kit comes back with a big wheel, like a big pie, mm-hmm. and it sections it off, and it says <clears throat> you're 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 one percent Scottish, you're you're twelve percent Filipino, you're sixteen. It's a little pie thingy. So hmm. that's all you're getting back. It's not telling you who did all this. I see. Do you see? Well, I don't want to. I don't want to dig into this too much. But uh, when you say you don't know who your father was, uh, your mother knew who your father was, right? Did yeah. She, she's she's just not well, want to tell me about it, or <laughs> I, you well, don't need to talk. Let about me. It. No, I don't mind. She's not around anymore. Um, let's let's let me see. How can I put this? Mom liked the boys. Like. <laughs> Do you know that line out of uh, It's a Wonderful Life where Violet says, you know, uh, she says, you like all the boys. And Violet goes, what's wrong with that? I think that's just the funniest. Yeah, I remember ever. that. So it's not clear. I see. Who, which one of the, it's not clear. I guess that's all I'll say. And I don't know why I'm still embarrassed about and even that. One of the, and even one of the boys wouldn't know, right? <clears throat> right. You couldn't say, yep, I'm the dad, all right. Right. They so don't okay. so what would be interesting is if I could track down the names of her 18 boyfriends at the time and yeah. get DNA tests from all of them, and then I could find out if yeah. I matched. Well, did your mom ever say, you know what, you look quite a bit like Bud? <laughs> or, I mean, did, did she ever say anything like no, that? No, because what's interesting is I look like my mother yeah i've seen pictures of your mom and you do yeah Yeah. so i don't know and nobody and of course it was all very shameful because this was back in 1960 um when it happened and my grandmother actually sent my mom away my mother they lived in the bay area my mom was my mom yeah i know i know a lot of yeah my high school class my mom was she was 19 so she was already at at a high school does anybody let's hope nobody's doing that anymore sending people away so there was a home for un the home for unwed mothers yeah down in uh los angeles hollywood california area and so she sent my mother I tr- away because I tried I tried to get a scholarship to that one time. <laughs> yeah. And um my mother went down there and and had me and Oh my god, I never knew this about yeah, you. Yeah, I'm going to tell you this is actually really interesting because I didn't know this story till my aunt told me a lot about this. My aunt was only 3 years younger than my mom. My aunt didn't know why my mother was gone. They I mean oh this this stuff did they didn't stuff they didn't talk about this stuff. So my mom leaves and has me and comes back. And apparently the home for unwed mothers, you have to, you know, pay like a couple hundred bucks to be able to bring your baby home with you. Now, my mother was very pressured to put me up for adoption and give me away and leave me in a basket on a doorstep and all of those things because that's just what they did back then. And to her credit, she said, no, this is my baby. I'm going to 
uh, take her and, and raise her and love her. And they said, well, you can't because you owe us $280. So my mother came all the way back home to the Bay Area and told my aunt and said, you know what, I just don't have the money to go get my baby. My aunt, who um, had saved up a bunch of money, this is going to make me cry, she gave my mom the money to go down and get me and bring me home. And so to this day, um, I... I, I always say that my aunt holds the title on me <laughs> mm. yeah. because she she did that. So, um, yeah, I guess I never have told you that story. I don't even know how we got into it. Wow. That, <clears throat> how could that not? I have not known that story. Yeah. Well, it's private, uh, obviously. Well, but, not now it isn't. It's out there for the world. But that's yeah. okay. No, it's a, well, no, wonder, it's, no wonder you have that special feeling for your aunt because yeah. she was your heroine. Well, she yeah. bought me, so I am, she, yeah. owns, she owns me. Now, so. Just out of curiosity, was two hundred and eighty bucks? Is that what it was? Is that what you're worth? <laughs> it was, I think so. Two eighty. Yeah. <laughs> huh. I know, right? I don't know. I would have guessed uh, three hundred. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what I that's yeah. because that's what I think of you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. What a great story. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm glad glad that you're not overwrought about it. I bet. Maybe when you first found out, you probably weren't feeling real great about it, but... It it bothered me a long time to not know who my father was, and, and that's always been something I never, <clears throat> you know, doesn't matter how much how much you have in life or money or any of that, you can't, you know, you, when you, you don't have a dad, you don't have a dad, you can't go buy one of those. So that <clears throat> was something that I think I've always sort of struggled with in terms yeah. of my own development and my own attitudes towards men and all of those weird neuroses that, you know, have come up for me. But, yeah, it's okay. And I just, I think it's a sweet story. And I just remember my aunt telling me that story. My mom never told me that story. So I just thought it was a very sweet story. I do, too. Man, <laughs> that's something. Uh, I, um, I was talking to my brother about this the other day. And we, uh, in my Cashman family and indeed uh, we had two cousin families and we all grew up in this same little town down here and uh, I know we don't we even then didn't live in a leave it to beaver world but uh, we our growing up was so uh, uneventful uh, and uh, unmarred by any sort of scandal or divorce or any of that stuff mm -hmm. yeah it was just ridiculously mundane. Mm -hmm. uh, but since now, we I've grown up, and uh, all my brothers, and uh, there's just, <laughs> there's just, and I won't get all specific, but there's lots of little bits of business and uh, what you might call mild aberrations uh, in our various marriages and families that I just think my mom and dad would be doing backflips if they were <laughs> right. if they were around for this stuff yeah because it's so foreign right to anything that happened uh, on their time during their time on this planet and it's not like anybody calculated it but uh, and th so I'm convinced that all that these things uh, the the world of uh, backdoor goings-on uh, uh, 
Double lives. Double lives. Yes. Perfect. Uh, right. People who were, were gay. Mm -hmm. uh, all of that was just buried. Oh, it of all, course. It, it all was there, mm -hmm. but but uh, that nobody talked about it, or nobody knew about it, mm -hmm. or God knows nobody ever, uh, uh, you know, owned up to it. Sure. I agree. Yeah. yeah, I agree. It's interesting. So, so it. So I don't think anybody things have really changed in terms of how people are it's just that now the book is open a little wider and sure. we can read it sure absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of nice to be able to embrace our humanness and sure and, and yeah. the flaws that go along with that and i think you're right it was and and it, it's still i think people want to sort of portray their lives as um, perfect and better than it is but the reality is nothing's ever it's not changed really We've always had these flaws and things that have happened to us. We're just a little more open in sharing it, which is healthier, I think. Because <clears throat> if, you know, can you imagine the secrets people go to their graves with? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, or then you always hear stories about people who just feel like, I got to I gotta spill it. Right, I deathbed gotta, gotta confessions. Deathbed yeah, or, confessions. Or you think your plane's going to crash and you tell your wife, you yeah. know what, I've been having several affairs. Right. Uh, through, and then your plane doesn't crash, of course. Right. There you are. <laughs> I was I was kidding about that. Affairs, Dave. <laughs> I just, I was pulling your leg on that stuff. <laughs> hey, let's wrap this. I'm going to go book my flight. Okay. Yeah? Yeah? Are you yeah, we'll serious you want me to come down? I'm booking it. Uh, let me ch just a sec. Oh, let, hang on a second. I, 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 I got to check with. I knew it. Thanks here. Uh, yeah, but uh, oh, do do book it, but make sure you could get your money back. <laughs> For listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at peculiarpodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.